What Radio, the music you want. With your host, Steve Dan. Am I going mad? Or did the word think escape your lips? RadioWhat.com What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do you go? Well, I always point you to DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote, and maybe you can have me. Yes, me! I'll be at your next event, entertaining for you. Let me entertain you. I'll try not to do that at your show. I really will. Even if you do want a karaoke show, I probably won't sing. It's all about you. You're the star of your own show, baby. Today on the program, Zachary Smith. Now, Zachary Smith, he's been on the podcast a few times before, uh, either as a solo artist or as a member of his band, Bad Habit. But then now he's got a brand new endeavor. He is attempting to support local artists in a whole new way. So we're going to find out more about what Zachary Smith is doing to support local live music. Yeah, you got that to look forward to in your ears coming up real soon. This week's shows, my one public show this week, is Friday night at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. The video dance party karaoke jam, my usual Friday night spot, starts at 8 p.m. at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Full bar, kitchen is open, they got the wings, burgers, and Jersey Girl pizza. You don't want to miss that. That's delicious, I tell you. Although I do like the wings, and the burgers for that matter. My goodness, I guess I like all the food over at the Rab. It's good and then on also on friday nights they have the pool tournament so if you want to get involved in that maybe make some money while you're hanging out on friday night at the rab you could talk to mark you could talk to debbie and get involved with the pool tournament friday nights make a little cash you know a little extra cheese for your burger <laughs> you know i guess i wasn't trying to be punny you know i know i just talked about the kitchen and the hamburgers huh bad b <laughs> Continuing on, on the party patio, they have the shuffleboard, the foosball. They got two foosball tables now, and they got darts, and there's a giant Jenga game, and a giant checkers game. So there's always something to do while you're waiting to sing on the stage right next to little old me, right there at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Friday nights, it starts at 8 p.m., and it goes all the way till last call for alcohol. That's usually around 2 in the am. Yeah, it's a good time. Rab, Friday night. And then Saturday, a private show. Yeah, I'm working for the Eagle Bank. Once again, it's Four years, four out of five years, I've gone and uh, done shows for them. It's pretty fun being a a part of that. I'm so glad that they keep calling me back. I think they called me one year, and then uh, they called me. Oh, they they said, okay, we're going to try somebody else. And they went, ooh, no, no, we didn't like that that person. Uh, We want you back. So then they called me back the next year. So, yeah, they usually have theme parties. I remember the first year, they didn't tell me the theme, but uh, it was like a cowboy party. So I was like, ooh, I better go get some cowboy stuff real quick. So I did. And... (laughs) 
<laughs> it worked out just fine. And then uh, the, the the next one was like a Hawaiian theme. I think this year's theme is, hey, Eagle Bank is celebrating 100 years of being Eagle Bank. So they're going to show a little appreciation for their employees Saturday night. I hope you're invited. But if you're not invited, you can't come, baby. <laughs> you can come out to the RAB Friday night. How about that? Uh, all right. Without further ado, let's give a chit-chat to Zachary Smith. Of uh, Well, he's a solo artist, and he's also a member of Bad Habit, the band in Little Rock. And then uh, he's also helping to support local live music. Let's, uh, oh, I get to go visit with him over at the UCA Library. Heading over to visit with Zachary Smith at UCA in the library now. Five seconds, and if you pull it out, you got a fish net. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's <sighs> Make sure I turn my ringer off because I don't want to, you know, affect one of the first rules of podcasting is turn off your ringer, dude. Zachary uh, yep. Smith hanging out at UCA in the library, hopefully, not disturbing too many people while we do our What Makes You Famous podcast. What is new with you, my man? Ah, uh, it's been it's been interesting. Uh, this is my first year of college, and man, I love it. What do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, I'm uh, doing something in music. But what's your course of study, man? Um, uh, I'm I'm currently undecided right now. Uh, I'm I'm just taking a bunch of different classes, see which one that I like, uh, yeah. and. And hopefully I'll come up with something by the end of uh, second semester. So what classes are you taking that that are towards an undecided study? Well, I'm I'm taking uh, quantitative literacy, which is a which is kind of like a it is a math class, but it's more of focusing on uh, fina- finance. Then you have prob- probability, and it's kind of every other math except for trigonometry and calculus so you say quantitative that's math it has yeah. to do with math it's a uh, it's quantitative is like uh like counting quant like quantity yes i was understanding the root word yeah all right zachary smith well yeah we got out to uca because this is where you were taking your class what was your class today uh today was uh just geography i uh, I didn't have any uh, other. I don't have classes on Tuesday or Thursday except for this one. Well, so. okay. Well, I mean, did you design that? That you, uh, yeah. you kept your classes light. Are you taking a full course? Is that what uh, you're I'm, doing? I'm taking at least 15 hours worth of credit. So I'm taking three classes on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. One class on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I do an online class. Oh. Are you working at all the, uh, outside of school? Uh, yes, I work at the uh, container store, and I I love it. I love working there. And <laughs> don't say you love it too loud, man. They'll keep you there forever. <laughs> 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 no, I mean you know, hey, container yeah. store, man. Thanks for thanks for uh, putting a, uh, some money in his pocket and giving him uh, some spending cash. Yeah. 
Alright, but that's not what, what you brought me here for. That's not why we're here. We're here to promote what, Zachary uh, Smith? Your Arkansas Music. It's a, uh, it's a way for local musicians to, to uh, get their name out on different shows, songs, or just in general. Because uh, in the right now in in Arkansas or Little or even just Little Rock or just small places, not a lot of people go out to local shows, and uh, it's probably because of uh, technology. Because uh, it has changed, I must say that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's hard to get people off their comfy couches and uh, away from their big screens with their own video games, their own home theater systems. They can pretty much watch whatever they want at the touch of a button. Uh, what's going to get me up off my couch to g- take myself, dr- get myself showered up, dressed, into the car, drive to someplace, find parking? Uh, get into a place, probably pay a cover charge, and spend some money. Why? Why do I want to do this? Well, me personally, I like watching live music. You know, I've, I've been a DJ for uh, you know since 1986, and I appreciate so much the music that I play. How does that get put on those on the, that vinyl, on that tape, on that MP3? It's you. It's you, the musician. T- tell people a little bit, if, in case they haven't listened to the, the Zachary Smith full podcast, and I encourage you to go back and, and listen to that, and, and also the, uh, uh, the, the members of the, of the Bad Habit, and I guess that's a little spoiler, and <laughs> tell the people who, who you are, in a nutshell, Zachary Smith. Uh, well, I, pl- I play guitar in a band called Bad Habit, and uh, we've been playing for a little over a year now. And we've played a lot of cool places like Stickies. We've played the State Fair. We we love to play in Conway whenever we can. Uh, and we love to just play uh, classic rock songs and stuff like that. So you are your local music, your local live music. You are one of those bands that you would like people to come out and support and appreciate. Uh, why... Are you wanting to promote other bands? Wouldn't you want to be better than them and not promote them and be the only band in town, Bad Habit? Yeah, I'm playing devil's advocate. Go ahead, Zachary. Tell me like it is. Basically, the only way that a, that a musician can survive or just a scene can survive is with the help of other musicians. Because uh, most of the time, I must say, when you go to a show you will run into 15 musicians and probably four just people four people that just like to listen to music you'll find you'll find a lot more musicians at shows than than uh, uh other people unless they're and when i mean other people i mean not friends like just people just uh people who just happen to stumble into the bar Oh, I've I've come to, gone to a lot of new band shows where it's primarily their girlfriends, their boyfriends, and a few of their friends, and which are mostly musicians out there, and that's who's supporting the, the live local music. It's not the general public. How do we get the general public to get involved and, and to learn? You know, because people listen to the radio for the most part. People like music, you know, and and there's people putting that music together and you have to appreciate the work the time the effort that they put together 
to put on those shows. Uh, why, you know, the, the people that you've met, um, who do you like to support? Who, what bands do you like to go to, Zachary Smith? Uh, it depends. Well, it doesn't really depend because I love just live music in general. I, I remember going, I have a friend of mine named Josh Stewart, and I think he was on this podcast. He was on the podcast. Look back through the feed, find the Josh Stewart. Now, that man had a story. I never know where these things are going to go. And he took me on a roller coaster ride. That man has had a life. Josh Stewart, look him up. Yes. But, so tell me more about your friendship with Josh. So I met him at JJ's because cause my dad and I, we were just, you know what, let's go listen to some music. So we went to JJ's. JJ's? Uh, it's the Little Rock location. We went to the, and it's uh, close to uh, Academy Sports, and and it's in this little outlet. I like to promote so. people and promote, promote businesses. So JJ's, uh, what type of establishment is that? So it's it's kind of like a uh, kind of like a hangout, and mostly you'll see country or classic rock people play there, and it's a really cool venue. Well, it, and also they got good food over there. It's a it's a uh, they make some really good cheese fries. And <laughs> you heard it here, Zachary says, try the cheese fries yes. at JJ's in Little Rock. I think there's a Conway location too, so mm-hmm. they might. Uh, they might do just the same. So Conway, Arkansas, and Little Rock, Arkansas, as you're taking the walking tour of the What Makes You Famous podcast, Zachary Smith, tell me more, man, about you at live bands and, and listening. Well, anyway, uh, Josh, I I was listening to him, and he did a he did one uh, kind of mashup with uh, Zombie by the Cranberries and uh, The Scientist by Coldplay. And... And I did not think that would have been a good choice, but if you go, if you somehow find a video of of that, you will think, "Holy cow, that's awesome!" Did he put it on video? Because uh, I know he's making a lot of videos nowadays. I see him on Facebook coming through my feed all the time, and it's a good way to promote. Yeah, uh, promote yourself. I see you coming through my Instagram and Facebook, playing your little guitar and and doing different songs, and it's a great way to promote you, man. Keep yourself relevant and in the public eye so tell me about this mashup man and i was a fan of glee i like the mashup man (laughs) so basically he would start out uh with uh zombie and he uh he uses something called a looper which basically if you press a button and play a riff and then press it again press the button again Mm -hmm. it's gonna loop the uh recording so and he would uh he would do the riff, and then he would play drums on the guitar. And how do you do that? Basically, uh, you would you would uh, use how he would do it is like you would put this put your put your uh, left hand on the on the string. So mm-hmm. then when you when you strum it, it doesn't ring out. Yeah. So basically, uh, that would be like the snare. Acoustic or electric? Acoustic. Oh, uh, okay. And then he would use his uh, left hand to like. To hit those strings to make that bass percussive sound. Yeah. So he would mash up all these different techniques into this one song, and he would play the first and second verse and choruses of of both of them. Then he would stop everything and then go into uh, the scientists yeah. and then mix them both together at the end. How long ago was this, Zachary? 
Uh, that was actually... That was about a year ago, actually. A when year I, ago. So, And but, that inspired you to do what, Zachary Smith? Inspired me to go check out other bands, because you never know who... Uh, who who's going to be listening well who's going to be playing you know queen uh guns and roses or at any big band started out as a local band like the beatles they they you know everyone thinks that is the best band in the world they're the biggest band is it <laughs> well i mean i like if you were to ask someone yes uh, and asking, do you know who the Beatles are? They're going to say yes. Yes. And they might even name a song or two or yes. 75. But oh, anyway. Yes, yes. They had 100 but, hits for sure. But uh, uh, but they started out as a local band. So like in the 60s when they were starting out, no one knew, no one knew who they were. So you can probably walk up to someone and they're like, who's the Beatles? Yes. You know. So that's why... That's why I want to support local musicians because you never know who, who, uh, who's going to be the next big thing. And also, um, supporting local musicians. Some of these, some of these musicians, like Josh, are living off of music. So that's, so it's best to go support him and his job. It's on. It's no different than going into your favorite store every couple weeks to go check out something for me it'd be guitar center because <laughs> i mean it's very often that you hear the word starving in front of artists and someone who puts that commitment that that level that that plunge takes that plunge that says look i'm not going to do any joe jobs i'm not going to work at a container store i'm going to make my money living off of playing this guitar and entertaining people and people need to be entertained you know because there's a it's a tough world that we're living in that's why people go out and watch movies and listen to live music and listen to the radio to get their mind off of things and hopefully listen to this podcast (laughs) with zachary smith (laughs) the what makes you famous podcast you know and and you're taking their minds off their troubles when they go off to see a show you know like bad habit like josh stewart like anyone else that you wanted to to promote that you that you've seen that's inspired you zachary smith uh well there's i also i also uh love just not just solo musicians even though i go see a lot of solo acts like uh well or duos like the Clayton Nichols and Mark Grabiak. Who are uh, they? Tell me about them. So Mark Grabiak, Mark Grabiak is in the band Lipstick Hand Grenade, okay. which, by the way, they're also a really good band. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, they both they both do uh, covers and stuff. In fact, they do have a show at Sticky's tonight. Okay. At, uh, I'll put this up real quick, so so people hopefully are listening right now. They'll go to Sticky's tonight and watch Lipstick Hand Grenade on a Thursday uh, night. It's not no. It's just Clayton Nichols and oh, Mark just, Grabiak. just yeah. so Clayton Nichols and who? Mark Grabiak. Very so, cool. And they're uh, they're really good guys. In fact, uh, that's how Mark Grabiak is the is the uh, I would say he's the one that helped us play the Rev Room with the uh, with the Monsters of Todd yes. uh, show. Now this is a show that's dedicated to. Tell me uh, more about the Monsters of Todd. So basically. Uh, the whole show is in memory of Todd Mills, who uh, who uh, died of cancer, mm. and we were uh, we were raising funds for uh, for a, a kid who is 
who was uh, fight who was fighting. This was to help hospital bills, stuff like that. And uh, and she was there, and we had five different. I think it was five. No, it'd be it was six. We were the first to go on. Tragically, White was the second. Lipstick Hand Grenade was the third. Uh, the Resistance was the fourth. Uh, and then we had a uh, Brie Ogden, which if you love country, you'll love. Brie I love Ogden. Brie Ogden. I'm trying to get her on the podcast, but she's so busy. I think right now she's in in uh, Saint Martin, so she's gone international. She's out there with Cliff and Susan. So yes, local artist here in Arkansas, making it big, going all over this uh, planet of ours. And you know, I'm I'm a little bit jealous because I saw them on the beach. <laughs> in, in pictures uh, and uh, and in video so yes i wish i was on a beach it's uh currently what 20 20 degrees 25 degrees out there <laughs> something like that <laughs> yeah some somewhere around that it's cold it's cold here in arkansas central arkansas we're in conway arkansas at the uca library and maybe we're talking a little bit loud but we're in the back of the library hopefully we're not bothering too many people <laughs> talking to zachary smith and uh, we're talking about local live music, man. Supporting local live music wherever you are. Support local live music because they're trying to put a roof over their heads. And you say you can help people, man. You're helping people for cancer research and and helping people with their bills when they're fighting with cancer. Because a lot of times, when a kid especially has cancer, one or one of the parents at least has to stop working. So that's mm-hmm. half the income gone away. Because they have to spend full time taking care of that kid, and you're helping with your bands. Uh, so tell me more, Zachary Smith, about your experiences. Uh, during well, during this uh, show, so they've been doing at least one every year. So yes. this was the sixth annual one, and we were and we were uh, invited to uh, play. And obviously, it took us it took us a day to to say. Yes, definitely. Yes. Like, yes, because you all, you, it takes you a day because you have, what, four pieces in your band. So yeah. So you have to make sure that your schedules are, are all uh, put together. So, yeah. And, so, so tell me more. And uh, so we get we go over there, and uh, we we hang out in the rev room. And I've always, I've always loved the rev room because uh, it's a, such a great place to watch music. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen countless bands. I've seen Blackstone Cherry over there. I've seen Attila. And I've seen uh, the guys in From Day One, Signal 47, which those guys are really good. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, like, Josh Stewart used to be in Signal 47. I like yeah. it it's a their their music is really good oh yeah they're legit and you're yeah. talking about the rev room in little rock arkansas put that on the walking tour yeah. of the what makes you famous podcast the reason i like that that rev room and i did see brie ogden there one time and i have played there i've done uh, a karaoke contest that we had uh, set up on the stage and and people were singing and so uh, i've done that as as a dj but what i like about them they have this nice arena, but then they have that nice green room off to the off mm-hmm. to the side there. What what goes on in that green room? Because I didn't spend a lot of time in there. I was busy DJing, but I did see that that some of the artists were over there preparing. Uh, well, sadly, we were not allowed in the green room. Oh, yeah. why? You're the uh, band. You're with the band. They had a they had a cooler in front of it, so I was like, I'm I'm not gonna get kicked out of the rev room by moving the cooler. <laughs> So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so I'll leave in, it be. What was in that cooler, Zachary Smith? 
It was just water. It oh, was okay. it was for the it was for the bands basically to like after they uh, play their set, they'll come down get a drink of water. Then they can stay back there, or they can hang back into the go back into the crowd. I went back into the crowd up front to with see the rest of the bands. Cool. Well, it's nice. They do take care of their artists there at the Rev Room primarily, and like I said, I have seen the artist in. There, the green room, and it's nice to have a green room for an artist because you do get away from from the fans. You, you can do your thing, put your headphones on, meditate, read a book, chew some gum, have a little snack, whatever it takes for you to prepare to get up on stage because that is a lot of energy that you're expending. Tell me your experiences with that. Uh, with just playing and just playing, and and you say you went back out into the crowd. Uh, who was it that you sat with in the crowd? Did you have your family out there or friends? Yeah, I had my uh, I had my family out there, and I also had my girlfriend out there. Um, nice. So we, so she is also a advocate on li- live music as well. So Very cool. She loves to she loves to come watch shows, and uh, we've seen both of us have seen countless shows at Vino's. I've seen your happy couple pictures going across my screen. I'm very, very glad that you've found someone. It's nice to have that that base, that that person that can support you. And, you know, not a lot of, of people would let their significant others out uh, to uh, perform in front of other people, to give themselves to other people. Because essentially you are making a relationship with your crowd, with the people that are out there in the audience. And... In essence, they are developing feelings for you. Some of them would almost experience the same kind of feelings as love. And, you know, oh, look at that guitarist. He's so handsome, and he's playing so well, and he's, and he's looking right at me. So it feels like he's playing for me. Do you ever feel, I mean, I'm guessing that you've, you've had some fans come up and say, wow, I really love the way you play. You know, and, you know, how, how do you deflect that? Uh, or or do you tell tell me your experience with fandom? Um, well, it's uh, with fandom. It's not real. I do get a a bunch of hey, I love your uh, guitar playing and stuff like that. Uh, but I don't. Re- and usually when I if uh, if some when I uh, usually know that someone's gonna, I've had a bunch of people ask me, "Hey, do you are you single or not?" And I I usually just say, you know, I'm not looking for anyone right now, yes. which basically, uh, like musicians, that's the go-to uh, phrase because it's not saying it's not saying uh, that you are with someone or not. It, but uh, but basically, it's. It's a, it's like the middle ground, basically just kind of let, kind of shutting it down, right. almost. So right, in I, a softer way. In a softer and, way. And you're smart because, all right, if you say that you're with someone, then that leaves that person that you're with open. So you want to protect the people that you love. And you want to say, if you say, yeah, I'm with that girl over there or with that guy over there then this person could take their feelings out on them. So that's a possibility. I've yeah. seen and heard that happen. And but and then if you say you're not with someone and you actually are, that definitely hurts their feelings. So you have chosen the smart path 
of ambiguity of not of of saying hey i'm not looking right now yeah excellent man it's a it's basically almost like it's just the best of both worlds because i because i you know i love my girlfriend and Mm -hmm. uh and i would not want to jeopardize anything or uh or uh do anything in order to hurt hurt her or anything of the sort oh very cool and i've seen your family over at your at your different shows and thankfully i've been able to to come to at least a couple of them because i'm a i'm a working entertainer myself Mm. and it's funny that you say that you're able to see some of the solo guitarists or maybe the duos because those are the ones that primarily work mondays tuesdays wednesdays possibly thursdays but by the time the the bands come around which is what you're part of a band that's usually the Friday, Saturday, yeah. you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday is saved for bands. And, then, and and the only opportunities for a solo guitarist on the weekends is maybe a smaller restaurant or a venue or opening for one of these bands. So what is your experience with, okay, you, you're living on both sides where you're a solo musician and a band. Am I correct in the assumption where those are the days that you work? Uh yeah it's it's primarily uh weekends for for both right now i'm i'm more focusing on bad habit uh i am i i also do some solo stuff in fact uh i have i have uh songs and and an album of myself excellent so excellent i mean i was just talking about the live performances that you do it's usually the solo stuff is at the beginning of the week yeah and then the band uh, stuff or you know for for multiple musicians is towards the end of the week it's usually how that falls yeah yes you you have definitely uh you have some solo uh, and uh with the band bad habit as well uh so Tell me about your solo projects there, Zachary Smith. Uh, I I like to just write whatever comes to my head. Like I I love to write. My right now, like my favorite thing songs to write are more of alternative rock and stuff like that. So like Third Eye Blind, The Gin Blossoms, and that's kind of my style of music. Yeah. More than because I grew up listening to two bands like. Uh, Third Eye Blind and uh, Jim Blossoms, and I also listened to, ca- to the Counting Crows. I I listened to all these '90s bands. Who turned you on to that, or was that something that you just discovered on your own? Uh, well, I think it was the combination of my mom and my dad, because my dad my dad loved classic rock and punk rock and stuff like that. More of stuff you can dance along to. Right. And and then you have then my mom she loves like Slipknot she loves uh, all these heavy metal bands. You wouldn't know that to see her. <gasps> no, you wouldn't. Don't judge a book by its cover, man. She looks like the typical nice lady mom, you know, very smiley, heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> like she, we went to go uh, to the rev room to watch uh, Drowning Pool. What? Yeah, and she was, and she was like. Yeah, that because she loved drowning pool. So we went. So <laughs> Did her body hit the floor. Yeah, <laughs> I like, but uh, I was at the front. She was she was standing at the railing 
watching watching the whole mosh pit happening and not gonna lie i joined in on that as well yes yes so. in my reckless youth i've been in a mosh pit i i watched two let's see I, I was at the university of florida around that area and i remember going to a club i can't remember where it was but i saw two guys look like big football players and they each were on opposite sides of the dance floor took a shot and went at each other full force boom hit the floor just knocking almost knocked each other out i think one did stay down for quite some time the other one kind of got up and i went i don't know about this slam dancing <laughs> um that's well it's it's actually safer when there's a lot more people because if there's because th my experiences um so i went to go see attila which is more of like a metalcore band and they got a pretty decent following yeah. so and in that mosh pit like there they even have shirts that say i survived a, an attila concert because usually you would see people swinging their arms and stuff like that the west coast moshing which is basically uh like you can get hurt from that but and that's what i thought going in i was like i'm not gonna uh, go into that but then when i just see people just pushing and shoving each other that's like which that's okay because you know because <laughs> when you push and shove like mm -hmm. especially with a bunch of people uh it's going to be harder to fall so let's say if you're if you're uh, doing it with five people five people and you shove one guy and he falls on the ground yeah most most likely that floor is concrete mm. so or some very hard surface so that would hurt yeah well for uh and usually there's no there's no one to really help him back up mm -hmm. or to fall on to keep his balance but when there's like let's say 30 people moshing at the same time you're going to fall on like another guy and regain your balance and even if you do fall there there will definitely be like five different people to help pick you up so what do you get out of mosh pitting there Zachary Smith uh like why do I do it? Why do you do it? It's just fun. I, <laughs> uh, when I stress relief, what do you? It's I don't I don't know how to how to express it because it's because mm. because uh, when you uh, when you see a person join the mosh pit, it's everyone has a different story. For me, I just like to uh, just jump and jump in a slam slam dance, and you know. Just kind of get rowdy. You hear the That's, music. Yeah. It pumps you up. Yeah. You see these people down there doing this thing. You think, what? And I was like, okay, I'm I'm go going down there, man. I'm, and I'll uh, just start shoving people. But every and your mom's up there saying, no. Oh, or is my, she saying, go get it? Uh, no, she she just looks at me because I do this all the time. <laughs> and... And usually, I do. I do end up getting tired, like after probably the first or second song, because mm -hmm. I am totally out of shape. Okay. But, it, but anyway, so <laughs> is it a good way to get in shape? Is the is the mosh pit exercise routine coming soon? I think Zachary should start it. Yeah, totally. But uh, but anyway, um, my dad he was like, "Y'all are literally running into each other." 
yep. for fun. <laughs> I was like, yeah. He's like, y'all are a bunch of idiots. <laughs> now, I know so, you have a little brother. Does he get involved with this as well? Sometimes. I've, I- actually, I've actually caught him at some of my shows, which, by the way, Bad Habit is not a punk show, but we do punk songs <laughs> because they're classic rock songs. And, yeah. and, uh, and we have a bunch of people there. I remember we us playing one song and it was a fast pace and it was a and it was a punkish song. Right. So anyway, when by the time the chorus comes, I see my brother in the crowd shove this one guy and then he shoves back, then five more people jump in, then yeah, it was it was hilarious. That I, sounds pretty fun, man. So. You see your little bro and you're like, "Man, he might get hurt. What do you think?" D- to be honest, my brother's bigger than than I am. Yeah. Like he he work he uh at he goes to Catholic and uh-huh. he does uh, ROTC and he's in the fitness and physical fitness. Right. So he's he's doing a lot of uh exercise. So he can he can very well take down a dude twice the size like push at least size up to a dude twice the size. All right. So. <laughs> Uh, Go get him, little bro. That's but, nice. But anyway, so I like to show, and there's a bunch of shows like that around Little Rock. You mm-hmm. just need to find them, yeah. which that's that's the hardest part, is just finding these shows. But you're making it easier. Yeah. That, How are you making it easier, Zachary Smith? So I usually, when I first started, I put a post. I I put my first post out saying if you if you have a band uh send me and you have a show send me a d send me a direct message and of your flyer what the times the bands who's all playing and then i just put it out there uh i did stress in order for people because mostly when people see this type of stuff the the, the account is asking for money of some sort. Right, right. Which, for me, I'm, I'm not really about that since, yeah. since uh, we us musicians we already have to pay for enough, yeah. uh, enough items, you know. Uh, so I would just make it. It would just be easier, especially with you know PayPal and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't even have a PayPal, and I just. You need to get a PayPal, man. They're so easy. I, I put a link at the bottom in case anybody wants to to support the the podcast. And and I know people have have you know I've asked them to come on the podcast, and they've said, "How much is it?" And it's free. Come yeah. on, man. I'm not looking to make any money off of this. You know, if it happens, it happens. But it's the same thing as you want to promote people as well. Yeah, Zachary Smith, and not just Bad Habit or the Zachary Smith. Is do you have your your own little name for your solo projects? Uh, not really. I just, I just have it. I just have uh, my songs just labeled uh, Zachary Smith. I'm That's a pretty good name. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, the Zachary uh, Smith Project, the Zachary Smith Experience. <laughs> you know, something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, actually, for a little while, there's a there's a buddy of mine named Zach Carpenter. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And he, and he. Uh, and both of us love punk and stuff like that. So we had uh, we had a bunch of different songs that we would just do. Like we've done, and we usually would do an open mic night just to just to mess around, just have fun. Kind of, it's almost like uh, 
like a stress reliever because you don't really it doesn't really matter on what what you play yes and it and uh you just want to play so right right so i know on sunday nights at at the and i'm going to promote tc sunday nights they have a sunday night jam over there where bands just get together there's you know guitarists that meet up with other drummers that meet up with other bassists that meet up with other singers from different bands if you get a chance go there sunday nights man because you'll see people you'll see musicians learning from other musicians and getting different techniques and different flavors that they can incorporate into their yeah. things is that do you have things like that that you've been involved in um not not in at least i haven't found any of that in little rock but so, so tell me about you playing with zachary uh, carpenter uh, we would play uh, the Stickies Open Mic Nights, which are, like, I think every Tuesday. And we also would do the Hibernia Open Mic Nights, which is every Wednesday. Yes, I, I like that so. place. It's a nice little Irish bar out there in Little Rock. Check that out. I went over there to see uh, Casey Sparks one time, and, and there's Zach, Zach Smith right up there on, on stage, man, uh, yeah. doing his thing. So uh, I guess meeting another Zachary that's a musician was kind of a hoot, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, and and we were we were talking, and we were and uh, we had more similarities than, than I thought because I thought, oh, Zach, he's a musician. Well, he, uh, so I was born in Russellville. He used to live in Russellville. Yeah. I, I, uh, I knew, I know a guy named, uh, uh, I know a guy that he knew, and he, and he, uh, also loved punk rock, and he knew all the bands that I knew. Excellent, and I'm, man. And I'm, and he's also sarcastic. I'm a bit sarcastic. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm thinking, okay, uh, Zach, this is, this is getting weird, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's this is this is getting weird. Are you sure? Are you sure that you are not me from the future? <laughs> are you alternate dimension me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but get it? Did we be, just become best friends? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. So, so anyway, we we had a little project called Z squared. Oh, that's cool. So it I was see that. So we would just play whenever and we would play uh some of we would play some awesome song we would play a bunch of different songs we would do like iris by the goo goo dolls we would do uh we would do story of my life by social distortion we would just play anything that we think would be a fun song to play we didn't really care on if someone knew it or not because because uh, that's not really what an open mic night's for Right, right. No, and and it's for you to showcase yourself to to really to practice for the next uh, show. I guess uh, I suppose that that would be something that you could do at an open mic for sure. Yeah. And so, what did you learn from each other? Uh, you know, when when did you guys meet up, and and what have you learned from each other over the over that time? So the first time I went to go to the Hibernia for the open mic night, I that was when I met Zach. So what was this? This was, man, this was this had to be somewhere around like last January. Yeah, it, it must have been. I I cannot remember, but uh, basically we would uh, we were. I asked him, hey, do you want to meet up at Guitar Center sometime? And we'll hang out. And he was, he's like, yeah, sure. So we go up there. We uh, we get a fee. We kind of have a have a like a idea of what 
what we want as musicians, you know. He, right. So he's been playing, and he plays in the uh, John David Salons band. He also plays in Rift City, City Overdrive. And he's been playing... Local Little Rock bands then? Is yes. Is that what that is? Okay. And he and he's also done like done big shows like he he's played at the Metroplex before. Was well, so. that is that the one at the Clear Channel? Uh, it you so the Metroplex. I'm not sure if it's still open or not, but okay. it would be at the iHeart Media. Yeah, it, Clear Channel. Yeah, yeah the Clear Channel. Media. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it would be over there. And he and bands like the Dropkick Murphys, Stone Sour, Seether, like big bands would play there. Oh and, yeah, and he was. And he uh, played with uh, Pop Evil, I think. But Very cool. Yeah, that's that's one of the bigger venues here in, in Arkansas is the, uh, I guess, the iHeartMedia, what do they call it? The Metroplex. The Metroplex. And then the other big one, of course, is the Verizon Arena. Verizon Arena. And, uh, I hey, so. I've played there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, so I've learned on, I've learned not to really sell myself short. Right. So... I, I uh, do sometimes play free shows. Uh, f- yeah. Like for an example, I played a free the, I no one got paid for the Monsters of Todd. No one was looking to get paid. Of course I'd, not, man. That's a charity. That's I, a, you, you got to yeah. give back to the community as well. Yeah, and in fact, I just wanted to get up there and play because, yeah. and I I still hold those values, but but I'm not going to pay someone to play that right and i've heard of that as well to where you have these bigger shows and you have to pay to get in there and hopefully make it back with your merch yeah so i don't want to sell myself short like that Mm -hmm. so that's what i that's what i think and also i you may change your mind because sometimes there is opportunities if you had the opportunity to for example play at the at the super bowl at the halftime show, then yeah, I would, you know, uh, pay me a thousand bucks or a couple thousand bucks, and you could be on the halftime show. Mm. Then I, you know, yeah, it, it depends on the situation. There, I've heard from musicians there are both times where yeah, sometimes they pay me, sometimes I got to pay them. Right, and I'm I'm not talking about big shows like that. I'm talking mm. about uh, probably the biggest biggest venues would be the Rev Room. Like sure. I would. I don't think uh I don't think I would I would have to pay I don't think I should pay to play a place like the Rev Room since mm-hmm. uh since that would I don't think that's really Yeah, but you'd be open to giving your time if would, it was a good cause. Yeah, if you it was would weigh good, that out if, in your mind. If it was a good cause, you know, like if there like if another charity happened or if Monsters of Todd wanted us up there then we'd play there. That and doesn't mean you guys uh, start developing a bunch of charities so Zach starts playing for free for you. <laughs> <laughs> and Or like maybe like a big band. Calling your, your uh, hey, I need the rent paid charity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Help my kids out, charity. <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, or like maybe like a, like a big band strolling through and yes. they wanted us to play. Now that's something that happens quite a bit is you get these bands that that come around and they for their openers they usually try to find a local mm-hmm. artist. Have you ever been tapped for that either by yourself or as the, a member of Bad Habit? Um not yet. Yes. We have we have the closest we have gone to that 
is we played at the uh, we played at uh, the state fair. Yes. And we we did not and the the artist that was playing that night was uh, uh, Rick Springfield. Yes. So, so yes, and I know that uh, one of the members. Wait, which band was I talking talking to? That Rick Springfield was one of their heroes. It might have been, might have been Sideswipe. It might have been, or was it you? I. Who? That might have been Jack. It might have been that. That's who I'm talking about. It was Jack, right? Who yeah. has, has and, a, a red guitar because of Sides uh-huh. because of uh, Rick Springfield. Yeah, and what was funny was uh, so the band that was going going on before Rick Springfield was co- is called uh, De France, and they're really good. You should go check them out. They're kind of uh, classic rock and oh yeah, Tom Petty vibe. And they're it's popping real- up on my Facebook feed constantly in fact i think you just shared something from them as well so but anyway they invite us up to sing uh we're an american band yes uh it's a it's a really good song but they invite us it's a really good song that mentions little rock right in the middle of it yeah (laughs) and i'm sure when people when you said right here in little rock people just screamed didn't they Yeah. yeah but but anyway so we so they invited us backstage and uh, we were we were back there and we're and Jack realized, wait, those are Rick Springfield's guitars. Yeah. Those are his guitars. And he's and he's giggling, you know, he's like mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah he is. <laughs> and then and then uh and then probably about fifty feet away we see Rick Springfield and he and he's like, Look, dude <laughs> Like he's he's right there. And I'm like Oh, that's awesome! You know, I'm I'm completely. Jack is Zach is doing a, a great impression of you, man. <laughs> he has the widest grin. Uh, you know, I could imagine if you're meeting your hero. I know he's one of your heroes. You'd have passed out. But tell me more about Jack meeting his his well, fan, his number well, one fan. Well, sat. Sadly, we were not allowed to meet him. In fact, we were not even allowed to have our phones if he uh, if he was anywhere near us because. Oh. So, but come on, Rick Springfield, it's like that. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like a meet and greet or something. Yeah. But but we were on, up on stage, uh, just looking, and I think uh, I I think we had one of his. Uh, I think it was either his guitarist or the guitar tech. Yes. Um, uh, that came up, and I talked to him for a bit, and he was he was really cool. That's pretty cool. I mean, people, when you get to that, that level in Rick Springfield, you got people all the time wanting to come up and touch you and take pieces of you, you know, uh, you know, want to take your shirt, your jacket, your sunglasses. They want to have a piece of you to take home with them. And then here you are with all the, the guitars. That, that, that story could have ended with, uh, and so I have Rick Springfield's guitar. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, but you met up with his his guitar tech and, and yeah. he was cool. What did you learn from him? I and uh, I we didn't really talk about. I was just talking about uh, just uh, guitars and stuff, and he was and he was uh, saying, yeah, I usually I have to, I always have to clean them. I change the strings like every two shows, and I'm thinking, man. So what is a guitar tech? Tell me about that. So a guitar tech. Uh, Usually their job is to uh, look at, basically, make sure that the guitar is working in working order, and uh, 
most of the time, like a, like especially like a, like a guitar tech for a, like big band. Yeah. Usually they like I remember listening to uh, Slash's guitar tech, and he said, "Man, I change the strings like every, every two shows because because uh, the sweat corrodes the sh- into the strings." Ah. And uh, and I'm thinking. I had never thought about that. That's uh, true. Yeah, but I'm not. I don't have that. I don't have that money to go buy strings every single. <laughs> yeah. But. So but, how how often do you get a chance? I mean, uh, being a solo guitarist, you are your own guitar tech. Yeah. How often do you uh, take care of your your guitar, and how how do you maintain it uh, to its highest uh, quality? Usually, I I uh, make sure that my guitar is in working order, and like by like every show, I uh, make sure which one's working and which one's not. Uh, there's oh, you have more than one guitar. Yes, I. I How many uh, do you take to a show? I usually take three. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, and I have all, and all three of them have names. Okay. And uh, so, tell me about your guitars, Zachary Smith. Uh, these, uh, the three that I take, I have, uh, Molly, which is a green Les Paul, and it's, and, uh, that was, uh... It's an actual Gibson Les Paul? Yes, it's an actual Gibson Les Paul. Is that, is that kind of expensive? About 800 bucks or so? No, it's like 2000 Two! Uh, who bought you a good $2,000 guitar, Zachary Smith? Uh, it was, it was a gift from my grandma, and I... Wow, thanks, um, grandma. Yeah, that, I was, I was happy, and I was, like, tearing up when I yeah. got it, and, but, but, yeah, and, it, and this I... This is grandma, believing in you, man. Yeah. This has got to feel good. Yes, Your it was... Your family believing in you, because a lot of people would look at, at someone who's trying to be a musician and say, no, no, you need to go find a real job. Yeah, and I've gotten a bunch of that, and usually, usually I just say, "Well, you have you have fun uh, working at." Yeah. Uh, and usually, when someone says that, they're usually working at like me, like a like somewhere somewhere like their first job or something. Well, yeah, there's and, no hater that and, I've ever known that has done better than me, and you know that is doing better than me. And usually, <laughs> and usually, I I don't really discriminate like i don't really think any job is worth less than anything because right. it's a job but sure. when you when you uh, have someone that says oh i uh maybe you should go get a real job well you're working at uh, you're working as something just something you know uh, you know you're you're selling widgets whatever yeah you know, you're, you're doing something that you don't like to do at least you, Zachary Smith, you are doing something you'd like to do. Yeah. You're making a couple bucks off of it. Hey, you, the entertainment business, you could, the money could be good, but the work's not steady. You know, you, yeah. you, you have to hustle or you have to have an agent that's hustling for you. So get back to your guitars. Molly. So. Wow. The big one. Les Paul, man. Yeah. That's a classic guitar. Yes. And I, and I use it at every single shoot, show. And I don't think I've missed a single show without without using it and i love that one that's it's one of my mains um, what do you think about while you're playing it? i mean besides the song itself i mean do you think about wow i'm holding this guitar and it's playing real good and what do you like about this guitar what i like is uh so when i was during that time when i when uh she got it for me i i loved guns and roses 
and I love Slash's Les Paul, and also I love, you know, Floggin' Molly, Dropkick Murphys. In fact, that's, Floggin' Molly was the reason why I named it, since it's green. Molly, there it, you go. And it's green, so it, Irish, so yes. Irish punk rock, and I thought of that when I, uh, I usually think of that, and I'm like, you know, this, this is a really good guitar, and but I do have, and I also have uh, another guitar that's been in my family for three generations. Wow! And what it, kind of guitar is this? It's a Fender. Uh, it's a, an American Fender Strat. How did it come to you? So my grandpa bought it, and it was a. Uh, I think he bought it new in 1991. Wow! And and my dad had it a little long later than that. And then, so Dad's a guitarist too, then. Well, well, he he uh, he doesn't really play, yes. but uh, but he uh, he actually tells me, yeah, you're the reason why I stopped playing guitar. Cause, uh, <laughs> so I have three guitars in my studio, and I don't play any of them. I need to. I was looking at my acoustic while I was doing a podcast last night. And I'm like, it's right there. <laughs> it's right there. I can just pick it up do the three chords that I know until my fingers hurt. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, anyway... So and you had this family guitar, man. Passed down to you. Father yes. to son. Father to son. And, I, and I've been playing it at every single show. And uh, when I was in uh, Russellville, my uh, grandpa, who had the guitar originally, saw it. And he He's still sp- living in Russellville? Uh, well, he lives in Dardanelle, which oh, is Oh, close like, enough, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, right down the way. Yeah, so we were at the old bank, and he decided to come out and take and uh, get a listen. So Excellent. He, Another great venue in, in Russellville, Arkansas. The only bad part is what? No elevator, right? <laughs> no, there is an there is an elevator. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, it's a it's a scary one. Yeah, it's easier to get up the stairs for, uh, to, down to the front front of the the place. Well, when you have a bunch of subs and stuff, right. because you got to bring your own equipment. Yes, you do. So, uh, when you have uh, subwoofers and PA, it's easier to take the elevator. Yes. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm perfectly fine with getting into the elevator. The rest of the, the like, you know, the fam- my family who helps me with my stuff, they're like, I ain't going in that elevator. <laughs> well, it's called the old bank because it was an old bank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it used to be a bank and uh and uh they renovated they redid it and made it a uh, sports bar. Yeah. Great venue, man. I, I I went in there and I saw you play. That was a real good place to see a show. It, you know, if you want it loud, you go on this side of the wall, but if you want it a little bit quieter, you just step to the other side mm-hmm. of the, the the wall there and you could still see the band and it, it's great. It, they have yeah. it set up real nice. So tell me about so tell me about grandpa seeing you with his guitar playing up on stage. He, uh, I, and he was he was looking at, he was watching, and he was like, you know, like, what? you know, yeah. And so did Grandpa play a, yeah. in a band at all? Well, he he's a blues guitarist, yes. and I'm and I'm pretty sure he's and he uh, and when I mean he likes to do like he like plays. He was the first. He was he was the one that taught me some basic stuff on the guitar. Excellent on that same Fender Strat. Uh, not on the same Strat, yeah. but uh, but on like 
but for let's but on an acoustic. Yeah. So I I learned how to play play uh you know, the finger style picking and I've learned how to how to play the blues on it. See, I've heard of finger picking from uh from um from uh, Joey Fanstar, I think he, mm-hmm. he was talking about finger picking. I know that Fret Monkey Studios just moved into downtown Conway. Pretty excited about that. They're they're a pretty big company, but uh, what is finger picking? So basically, when you when you have a guitar uh, and you're holding it, you have your thumb, which would which would pick the uh, the first like three strings you see. So like the low E the A and the D. Mm-hmm. So it would uh, pick that, then you would use your ring, ring finger, your middle finger, and your index finger to, uh, to pick the uh, last three strings. So Excellent. So kind of like playing like a banjo, I think. Yeah, almost like playing like a banjo. That's cool. And what kind of, does that make a different sound? Yeah, and also it's sometimes it's even easier to play. So like, uh, there's this one song that I can think of that I always play called "Tears in Heaven" by Eric Clapton. How sweet! So and it's I try and I uh, and it's easier to play using just your using finger picking because it's because that's how uh, Clapton wrote it because yeah. he because he didn't use a pick he. And it's a very complex song. It's hard to it's hard to play and sing at the same time. But he was able to do that. So he would he would uh, play uh, and finger pick at the same time. Yeah. If you all right, if you're listening to uh, guitar music and you hear somebody and you know that they're singing and playing at the same time, especially if you're watching them live, uh, it's you'll see that they'll stop playing the guitar when they sing. And then they'll go back to playing the guitar. If you watch BB King, if you ever watch any of his mm-hmm. uh, videos, you'll see him playing his guitar, named Lucille. So naming it a guitar is not a not a strange thing to do. Uh, I noticed you, you said that you said that you named the guitar, but when he's playing, uh, you know, like uh, the thrill is gone, the thrill is gone again, you know. Yeah. So he'll he'll he'll, he'll sing and then play and then sing and then play. But you're saying Eric Clapton had a, a style where he sang while he was playing. Yes, and and to me, if uh, if an artist can do that, mm. then they're the real deal. Like uh, Clayton Nichols can do, it. he does it all the time, and I know Josh does it all the time because yeah. he, in fact, he can he has more control over over uh, over the guitar and vocals at the same. At the same time, like he can, he can play like a very complex riff and wow. be able to sing. And I'm thinking, how do you do that? Yeah, Josh is legit, man. Yeah. Josh Stewart, look him up. Ask for him my name once again. So, are you, is that something that you're working on? Yes, yourself? I, I, uh, I work. I'm, uh, I, I try to work on that as much as I can because, because uh, there's, because I've always had these ideas, mm-hmm. but. I usually think, how am I going to sing and play this at the same time? Right. So, and, uh, but yeah, and there are some, I know that uh, 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 Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day, yes. he he does more punk stuff, but he plays like chords and, and he will, 
uh, play and sing at the same time. Okay. Yeah, I think I've seen it on, on videos, at least. I've never got the chance to see them live. I heard that they were here in Little Rock as... It, this is probably going back 10 years now to where they came and they didn't say that they were Green Day. Yeah. They just came in and snuck in, played a set, and people were like, hey, that's Green Day. <laughs> yeah. <that's- laughs> and calling their friends. <laughs> Come on down to... I think it was a... I think it was Juanita's. Juanita's. You're right. And it's like, hey, that's Green Day up there. <laughs> yeah. But, but anyway, I just... Anyway, that's what I think. So, okay. So, you, you tell me about Molly, and what was the name of your strat? Red. Red? Okay. Now, last but not least, guitar number three. Tell me about that one that you bring up on stage. So, this is probably, to be honest, this is the most emotion uh, tied, emotional tied guitar that I have. Uh, it's, uh, his name's Eli. So, I named him, I named him after a friend of after a friend named Elijah Talley, who uh, who I've known since uh, the beginning of freshman year, and uh, he was he was battling cancer. So, and he was the first guitarist I ever got to jam with, and he was, you know, this freshman high school, uh, or freshman, freshman college, freshman in high school, freshman high school that long ago. Okay. Yeah. So we were. And you know, I I loved, uh, and sometimes we even meet up. You know, I would, I would uh, just play a riff, and he would just uh, just solo. And he, and when I mean he was good, I mean he he can he can jam with any person, like any style of music: jazz, country, rock. Prog metal, you know, progressive metal, where it's like different time signatures. He can do it, and he can pick up. He could pick up any instrument within like twenty minutes. Like this must have been just the beginning of you starting to learn how to really play guitar. Yeah, this was the and, beginning. And you learned from Elijah. Yeah, Elijah. Elijah. Yeah, and uh, and uh, I've always thought of him as as an as an inspiration to me to get better but sadly about a couple weeks ago he passed mm. uh, due to due to complications and cancer you know yeah. and I uh, I na- decided to name his name because I I just got this guitar and mm-hmm. I decided to name what kind of a guitar was it it's a Fender Telecaster Fender Telecaster, uh, country, a lot of uh, country people. A lot play of country it? P- people play it. Also, a lot of rock. But I'm sorry to hear about Elijah, though. Yeah. So you named it after him, mm-hmm. Eli. And I even have a have a piece of tape on the front. It's a it's a painter's tape that says Godspeed, Eli. Godspeed. Yes. Now you're keeping him alive forever and ever. Yes. Yeah. And now there is a song called Eli's Coming. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. This is one this is a classic rock song. Uh, oh my goodness. Three Dog Night? Hmm. Three Dog Night. Eli Eli's Coming. And this is one you need to learn and play it on Eli's guitar. Yeah. yeah. Now oh, 
So how long had you been playing with him? Did you play with him all the way to the end? And, um, or kept in touch at least? We've we kept in touch for so we've we've jammed for freshman year. Like we like I would he would come over to my house or I'd go over to his house and we'd just play some different songs and we thought, Hey, do you know this one? And usually they were like nineties alternative songs. So like he uh like he would play some smashing pumpkins and I would just jam along with that. And but around halfway through sophomore year he had to he had to move to Philadelphia for treatments and stuff. Once again, you know, if a child has cancer, the the parent has to quit their job and full time take yeah. care of that kid. So hit one of his jobs on this earth was obviously to help you, to help you, Zachary Smith, get into your guitar uh, career, into your phase. Yeah. And so thank you, Eli. Thank you, Elijah. Yeah. Appreciate that, man. So, anyway, now that... And, uh... So when you play that, that guitar, how do you feel? Uh, I feel... I feel like this is probably what he would have... liked to see, is uh, just music. Yeah. Just music being played, not, not silence, not... Uh, not a uh, morning, but just just playing music. Excellent, man. So, so Zachary Smith, you, you have a heart. <laughs> You're definitely heartfelt, man. You, you, you develop these relationships with other musicians and other people, for that matter. And and it, it hits you hard, man. I mean, shoot, I I don't want to hear anybody dying, and especially dying of cancer. Cancer's yeah. bad. That's enough of that nonsense. And thankfully, you've had that Monsters of Todd where you've been able to at least help a little bit, you know, yeah. giving back to, to people. And, and have there been any other causes that you, you've been involved in? Um, not not right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I would, I'd be glad to help out with any other cause. Yeah. If, and also, you know, I've, this is, and I like to help out with others, and I I like to do that. That's kind of also why I wanted to create this uh, Instagram because I'm mm-hmm. I'm not looking to be famous. I'm not looking to to gain anything off this. Yeah. Uh, hey, if it happens, it happens. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It happens. It could fit. Fa- like it could. To be honest, like I could, I could like the account could not just could probably fail after a couple. It, to be honest, I thought it was going to fail after a couple days. Man, there are so many bands, so many play, uh, posters you can be picking up off of the uh, Facebook and just throwing them up there, man. Yeah, and, and tagging people and saying, "Look, hey, they're going to be at this venue. Tag that venue, and hopefully they'll they'll uh, tell two friends, and then then those two friends will tell two friends, man." It's nice to promote people. Uh, you know, it, that's one of the things I think I've been put on this earth for, man. I started radio back in 86, and I've been promoting people ever since. Yeah. Uh, you know, you make a couple bucks here and there, but for the most part, you're helping people. And that's yeah. what you're doing, Zachary. Uh, you know, I, I know the, the college, in my college uh, experiences over the years, yes, I've been to college a bunch of times. <laughs> 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 Nothing you would call a, well, I guess some of, the, some of it you would call a career, but... Uh, you know, for the most part, you you develop a community orientation. That's part of your college experience. It should be. Uh, you know, what are you doing to give back to the community? And this is one of the, one of the avenues 
that you're doing, Zachary Smith. So are are you primarily on Instagram? Are you doing a Facebook or a Twitter? I primarily do do it on Instagram. I, I'm odds are I'm probably going to make a Facebook for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's easier to share things on Facebook for some reason. Uh, you know, Instagram. I know that there's there's some sharing programs. Uh, you know that we're able to take from somebody else's. Uh, Instagram and put it on yours. Yeah, uh, you know, but primarily it's it's if people send you their stuff, you put it up. Yeah, that and I'll even I'm I'm part of a bunch of different groups. Like there's the uh, there's a uh, booking agency called Rocktite, mm-hmm. and Mary Holt runs runs the whole thing, and she does an awesome job at it. Where's that out of? Uh, it's it's out of liter- it's out of Arkansas. And, oh, excellent. Yeah, and basically they pull it. And she has shows like uh, she she helped out with the uh, Monster Ball. She she's done the. What's the Monster Ball? It's uh, every year one hundred point three puts out a put, does something called the Monster Ball where yeah. they'll where it's like a Halloween themed. Well, one hundred point three uh, is the Edge. That's our local hard rock station. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she. She would. Uh, she helped out with that to help get like Thirteen uh, X and McEwen, which are really great bands. From Had McEwen on the podcast. Check him out. Yeah. So and they play. They open for uh, Drowning Pool. Excellent. So and your mom's up there on the stage, going hey, up there on the rail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drowning Pool. Yeah. Excellent. And man. I was. I was there to see you know uh, McEwen and Thirteen X and. Eh, I would, I would have, uh, I was there to listen to uh, for Drowning Pool. There's this one song I like called Tear Away. Yeah. But that was really the one of the only. So those were they were the reasons why I went. It was uh, McEwen and Thirteen Eggs. <laughs> Supporting your so. local musicians, man. That's excellent. Yeah. So cool and the gang, man. I appreciate that, Zachary Smith. And what was the name of the Instagram once again? Your Arkansas Music. Is that uh, it at your Arkansas music? Yes, uh, it's there's a it's all one word, no spaces, no uh, capitalization. Excellent, man. Your so. Arkansas music on Instagram, Zachary Smith, man. So, tell the people anything else you want to tell them on the What Makes You Famous podcast. Um, first off, I would just encourage all of y'all to go support any local band. Like it doesn't. Like I understand, you know, you have your own style of music. Like maybe you only like Queen, but but there are a lot of great bands out there, and uh, just for maybe even a cover charge of just ten dollars, just out to go to maybe Vino's or go out to the Rev Room, Stickies, or maybe even just come down to JJ's and just listen. Not even. You don't even have to pay. Just go out, you know, listen to some local bands, and also go f- go like go to follow uh, your Arkansas music because we like to post uh, any any musician or artist or band because uh, that that's what I like to do. I like to support. Got a big heart, Zachary Smith. I appreciate that, man. Uh, what, what are the next shows for you? You said you're playing, or who's playing tonight? Oh, that's right. The, the, some of the members of uh, of uh, Lick, Lipstick Hand Grenade. Lipstick. Uh, 
Mark Grabiak and Clayton Nichols. And where are you coming up next, Zachary Smith, either by yourself or with Bad Habit? I'm going to be playing at uh, Thurston... Well, my band is going to be playing at Thurston Howell this Saturday, the 16th. The 16th. Also, we'll be playing with Tragically White on the 29th. Excellent. And uh, our bigger... And that's a big show. Then we have another big show at Sticky's again, but we're going to be he- the headliners. What? Uh, we're going to be playing uh, December twenty eighth. So if you could not miss, if you couldn't make any of those, any of the first shows, definitely shoot for December twenty eighth at Sticky's. Yeah. So Sticky's is your favorite place uh, so far. Oh yeah. They're, they're the ones that treat you the best. Well. Yeah, they they're really good. And That's cool. I love playing there, and it's it's great. It's great to you know not bring a PA or anything. Oh, so. you plug and play. Yeah. Oh, I've been looking that for, for that for my whole life, man. <laughs> looking for a roadie since '86, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to go in there and just uh, set up your decks and go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Zachary Smith, you're the best, man. Thanks for being on the program. Thanks for having me. Well, there you have it, party people. Zachary Smith, the man. He is helping out other people. Yeah, he wants you to come to his shows too. You know, when he's doing some some uh, solo stuff and when he's working with Bad Habit, you better believe. You better be at that show. They're a rocking band, and he's a rocking man, I'll tell you. And, and yeah, I did that. I made a rhyme, you know, rocking band, rocking man. They don't exactly rhyme, but I'm taking creative license, you know, artistic license, Zachary Smith. And please go get off your duff. Go see a live band. Go see some local live music because you never know. I mean, those people, of course, they're some of them are, are wanting to make a living out of making music. And some of them may have some day jobs, and this is just a little extra, little extra cheese, a little extra butter on their biscuit, uh, some cream cheese, if you will, uh, any metaphor that you could think of. But uh, some of them have dropped everything else and said, "Look, the only thing that I can do is entertain you, and you are the ones that need to go and support them." So thank you so much for being on the program, Zachary Smith of Zachary Smith Solo and Zachary Smith of the Bad Habit Band and Zachary Smith of supporting your local live music on Instagram. I'll definitely put the link in the show notes so people know where to go to support their local live music. And if you're a band, I encourage you to DM, slide into Zachary's DMs and uh, put your flyer out there. Let Zachary know about your local live show, especially here in Arkansas. And uh, yeah, he'll help you. He'll promote it for you. He'll make sure that the as many people as possible will be there. Not just your girlfriends and your boyfriends and your your your, your immediate family. <laughs> oh, that was that was some sweet stories that he told about his his grandparents and and his friend Eli. You know, that's ah, the man has a heart and he's he's open to the world. Promote promote your fellow man. You know, if we help each other out, the whole world will succeed. 
That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. It's uh, If you want to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for me. It's Keys Dan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. This is Keys Dan. And this is Shelly G. And you're listening to radiowhat.com. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter at Makes Famous. And follow on YouTube at Keys Dan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keys dan email info at radio what.com what makes you famous podcast is a production of keys dan enterprises incorporated at keys thank you for listening radio what the music you want with some great, great quotes quit worrying about your health it'll go away robert orbit the music you want radio what.com